There are so many things that impact our ability to achieve success, but none are more important than leadership. Individuals, organizations, and communities rise and fall with leadership. We are here to help you rise. Thank you for joining us. This is the Leadership Excellence Podcast. Hello, leaders, and welcome to Leadership Excellence. My name is Daniel Langloss. Today, we're joined by Lance Tanaka, and we're going to be talking about the concepts in his dream and achieve framework. You're going to really love this. Super excited about it. Lance Tanaka is the founder and managing director of the Lance Tanaka Group, and he's held some top posts, some very impressive posts in the United States and Asia with Pepsi-Cola Indonesia, Taiwan, Singapore, Japan. He was also the vice president of international for Nike, Kohan, and Hong Kong. Diverse, diverse experience. And his 20 years of coaching, Lance has worked with more than 800 executives from the top global organizations in the world on finding authenticity and purpose. He's the author of several books, including his 2019 book, Stories from the Top, The Eight Core Leadership Challenges, and How to Best uh, Executive, The Best Executives Overcame Them. And his new book, Dream and Achieve Authenticity. Be the leader you were designed to be. Lance, thank you for joining us and welcome to the Leadership Excellence Podcast. Oh, thank you, Danny. It's a pleasure. Lance, could you start? You have a very interesting and unique background. Could you share a little bit about your journey and what's led you to where you are today? Okay. When I, when I was 35, uh, at, at that time, I was an executive at Pepsi. I, I was running Tokyo Pepsi. And it was a great job. Um, and I, the reason why I can do what I do now is because of all those years at Pepsi and Nike. But when I was 35, I realized, okay, this is great, but this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. And so I set a 10-year target saying, okay, in 10 years, when I turn 45, I'm leaving the corporate world and I'm going to set up uh, my own company. At the time, I didn't know what it would be or what I would do, but then I started going through this self-discovery process and this action process over those 10 years, and I was very blessed. I was able to do that retirement at 45 and, and start this company. Wow. So is this where the dream and achieve framework came from? Is that something you'd created uh, along the way? Yeah. I, you know, I took probably every assessment tool out there. You know, at the beginning of this process, and you know they're all they're all good. They help me identify, uh, you know, more about who I was. But where I felt they, where I felt most of them fell short in in understanding the specificity of what what your purpose is, and then to take action to actually apply it into your life now, not three years from now, but now. And because of that, I started developing this program. Uh, called Dream and Achieve. And, you know, it's, it's evolved a bit over the years, but it's still basically, basically the same. And that's what uh, we do in the book. You know, we go through it, very practical. This is what you could do right now. And then we tell stories around it from various people that we've worked with. Okay. So can you just break down for us? I was going to, you know, take my interpretation of it, but you're here. So why should I do that? So what, what is the purpose of Dream and Achieve? The purpose is, you know, I'm amazed by how many people are unhappy, unfulfilled, don't, don't feel like they have a purpose. And you'd be, you'd be surprised that a lot of executives have, a tr have trouble with this. I mean, they're successful, they're making money, they got a great title and position, but they, they feel that something is still 
missing. And, and because of that, it's really kind of like a mission of mine. I just, I just think it's a travesty that people aren't living their dream. I really do. Now, I know there are some people that it's difficult or may not have a lot of choice, but most of us do. And so that's kind of like the, the impetus for me to, to do this program, to do the book, because I want to be able, I want people to be happy. I, I mean, truly happy because they're living the life that they were meant to be living. Wow. No, no better passion or purpose than that. No greater impact than that. You see so much around purpose. And I remember several years ago, I was at a conference, International Chiefs of Police Conference in San Diego. And that's the first time that um, I saw or became aware of Simon Sinek and his wow. start with why. And, and that has really evolved from a leadership framework, you know, why, how, what, to really like, what is your why? What is your purpose? Yeah, um, And so, so whenever I meet people who really help and have frameworks to dial into this, it's still one of the greatest challenges as I work with people and talk to people, they're just struggling to, to feel like their life has meaning, that it has purpose, to feel fulfilled, like they're making a difference or impact. So there's, there's kind of three different categories you break down um, in, in your framework, right? In your program. Can you tell us what those three are? And then we'll kind of take a deep dive into each of them individually. Okay. Uh, by the way, with the Simon Sinek, great guy. Uh, just a quick note is that we have a tendency to focus on what and how, but we don't spend a lot of time on why. And I think why is probably the most important question that you should be asking yourself. But okay, let's go to the, uh, the three, I guess, pillars of uh, Dream and Achieve. The first one is the same as every other tool assessment tool out there to help you identify your strengths, your passions, your values, your experience. Uh, it's what I call elements. And in my journeys of working with all these executives, I've discovered that most people need somewhere between seven and nine elements. Okay. Okay. I have nine. And these are the things that are so important that you need to have in your life in, to some degree, and you cannot ignore any of them. Uh, so again, I think a lot of tools do a good job of identifying what those seven or, or nine elements are. But where I think the difference is now with Dream and Achieve is that we go to the second step, which is, okay, now that you've identified these nine things or eight things or whatever, you need to understand the specificity of each. It's what I call the who, what, where, when. So for example, let's say one of your elements is around, you want to develop people, influence, mentor people, because you like people. Wonderful. Well, it's hard to take action on, I want to start developing people. So what the process does, it says, okay, what do you want to develop them on? Who do you want to develop? Where do you want to be doing it? When would you like to be doing it? And that starts forcing you to start drilling down to start figuring out, okay, the specificity of what all these things are. And because of it, it's clear and it's actionable, which then leads to the third step, which is action. And, you know, I'm all about impact. And so we, what we do is we get people to start identifying a three-month action plan. A little bit, you know, midterm. It's not long term, but you have kind of a general direction. So you set a midterm three months. Then once they complete that, we we force them to do a three day action plan, which basically says, okay, these are things I have to do right now. 
And, you know, for me, I set a 10 year plan to retire. Well, you know, I, if I waited 10 years to do things, I never would have achieved it. I actually started year one and went through that process. Okay. All right. So let's take a deep dive. So step one, identify your strengths, passions. You, you talk about your elements. So, mm-hmm. and you, these are things so important you have to have in your life. So what are some examples of things with people that are so important that they have to have in their lives? What kinds of things are these? Okay. Well, there are three that everybody has or wants. One is around relationships. Okay. And you have to define that. It can't be, well, I like people or I, I want to have a lot of friends. We, we get you to drill down to be very, very precise about who is it, but relationships are really critical. Second one that's in everybody's nine elements is around a health. Okay. Okay. And I guess younger people don't worry so much about it. Uh, but as we get older, that's all we think about. <laughs> yeah. Right. But health is so critical because how you feel in the future has a direct impact from what you did today. And so we get people to start identifying what are your health targets or goals. And then the third one that's in everybody's list uh, is around finances. And you don't necessarily have to be materialistic or you know folks so uh, so focused on finance, but no matter what you do, it's a critical aspect. So those are three that are in everybody's nine. But then if we let's take me for example, the other ones are around. I want to be the go-to guy, somebody that comes to me uh, to help them solve their problems or their issues. Another one is around developmental and influence. Okay. Another one is I want to be on stage. I love performing. That's why I'm doing this podcast. I just love, you know, being behind a microphone and whether it's doing music or, or public speaking. Uh, and then there are a number of other ones like uh, I want to feel passion every day. I want to, f- I want, I don't want to waste my time. I want every day to be special. Uh, and then uh, another one's around is around being able to find the right partners. I want to deal, I want to work with partners that I love to work with, that you know I enjoy being with. Not back in the corporate days when you have to work with people you hate or you really dislike. Uh, I, I have that you know freedom now. That is awesome. You should work in politics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think that could do that because they'll dredge up all my past indiscretions. <laughs> no, well, I just mean, you know, there, there's times and we're really lucky right now uh, with with the city, with our elected officials, with our team and with our community. You know, when we went through covid, there, there were some struggles there. Um you know, is, is there are everywhere. Right. But but politics can be very tricky. And I think the trickiest part about it and it, I think it's the same when you're in corporate is I want to be around people who are in line with my values, who share some very key things about how we treat people, respect, trust, authenticity, um, justice, you know, those kinds of things. And in a lot of times when you work in politics, you don't necessarily get a chance to choose that. And I've never really considered myself in politics, but by virtue of my job in, in city government, you know, we, we are. So it's interesting as you, as you list out all these things, I think about, okay, so what sets a person on fire, right? What do they love? What do they enjoy? And being really intentional and specific about engaging in those things and bringing those things to life. One of the things I love you said was you want to be the go-to guy. 
you want to be somebody that helps other people solve problems. We align on that, you know, quite a bit. So you help people identify these elements. When you do this, are you using specific tools or are these more one-on-one conversations? Are there questions you have in your book that help people get to these things? Because these things become tricky for a lot of people. Yeah, we, we actually took two different approaches. One is a kind of a checklist. You know, there's like 30-something strengths and 30-something passions. Check, 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 check. Uh, but what if, what we found the most useful, although it's a little harder, is kind of like a white space. It's, okay, here's a spreadsheet. Start listing all your strengths and then start listing all your passions. Um, and do that for 20 days. It's important to do it over a period of time because you just can't do it in just one sitting. It's something that you have to kind of do day after day after day, and then it starts bringing those things from the recesses of your brain and you know, brings it up to uh, uh, top of mind. And I found that to be the best way to get people uh, to start identifying, but some people struggle with it. And that's why they need some assistance, maybe some coaching along the way to kind of break through some of the barriers. So I love this. I think it's absolutely brilliant. You're doing this over a 20-day period. We, we feel different every day. We have different energy, different thoughts. We're exposed to different things that open doorways and pathways in our minds. And so over that 20 days, you're going to have different feelings. You're going to have different moods. You're going to have different doorways and pathways open. And so doing, so are there intentional things like, as I think about, okay, I'm, I'm going to be very intentional about dialing in. What is my passion? What is my purpose? I'm going to do this over the next 20 days. Okay. Maybe I'm going to listen to some motivational stuff on YouTube. Maybe I'm going to go and look at whatever my, what I think my general area of passion is and start reading on that. Maybe I'm good. So are there things like that, that we can do that you suggest to start opening these pathways and doorways in our heads if we, as we find our way? Yeah, uh, those are great things, and I, but I think they're complementary. Okay. I think the most important thing is for you to sit down and say, okay, kind of like the heavy lifting of saying, okay, what am I good at? What, you know, what do I love to do? And you, you brought up a really good point. And this is the reason why we want them to do it over the first 20 days is that you may go through an activity tomorrow and realize, wow, I just really love this. <laughs> great write it down or you'll, you'll go through uh, the next day and you realize, Oh, I'm just really not good at this. I really don't enjoy it. Write it down. And you need to, as you experience life over the next 20 days, you're going to start getting more and more clarity and add to that list. Okay. Very good. Very good. Let's go ahead and step into step, step two here, drilling okay. down. Yes. So now you you've taken So let me see if I understand this, and then you take a deep dive into it. So you've identified your seven to nine elements, and now you're going to drill down into each one of those. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The who, what, where, when, and, you know, that... It's wide open what you define as where. Where can be a place. It could be the mountainside versus the beach. It could be a a specific country. It could be an actual school. Uh, We leave that open to people to be able to identify, uh, to to define what that is. And then when you get to the things like health, finance, uh, relationships, we actually have people identify which relationships and what are your health goals. We actually have them set two health goals. And then finance set two set two um, 
uh, targets that you want to achieve, but we leave it open to what that is because everybody's going to have a different definition of what they need to have from a financial perspective. For me, it was when I first started it, it was net worth because I said, okay, when I turn 45, I'm retiring. And I need to have this amount of money to be able to send my kids to the university I want to, you know, to be able to retire and live fairly comfortably and not have to worry so much about making money from this entrepreneurial company. But for everybody, it's going to be a little bit different. Okay. So let's take, so I think one of my elements is um, serving others, right? Helping people reach their full potential. All right. So let's walk through how you would drill down on that. Okay. So you want to serve others. Who do you want to serve? Look at it maybe even demographically. Is it rich, poor, male, female, this socioeconomic class, this one? Uh, So kind of just kind of brainstorm. Who would you want to be able to serve? Okay. And so as I think about this, um, three things come to my mind. One is community um, and, and our team. Two are other leaders and helping other leaders reach their full potential. And then the third, which is something that drives a lot of my passions, is those who aren't in a position to help themselves. So three of my passions are um, helping protect children from child predators, something I spent over 10 years of my career doing and, and continue to work on today. Number two is helping people with substance use disorder, uh, having the world realize addiction is a disease. It's not a crime. It's not a moral flaw. It's a disease. And the third is helping people who suffer from chronic mental illness. And so as I kind of break those things down and the who, I mean, for me today, I can clearly say like, that's the who. Yeah. And and that's fairly targeted. And as you experience more of it, you may even be able to drill even deeper. Then the next thing would be what? Now that you've identified these three targets of people, what is it that you want to be working with them uh, to service them. Sure. And I think, so this is kind of fun. I'm enjoying this. So (laughs) one, I I think one of the greatest gifts we can believe we can give other people is believing in them. So as I think about other leaders, I think about our team, you know, as human beings, we create, you know, small ceilings and in tight walls. And so through the power of believing in them, coach, mentor, developing in them, you know, through, through a lot of questions, a lot of insightful things, um, you know, allowing them to see more in themselves, right? Seeing more in them than they see in themselves. And so for our team and for leaders, that's a big thing. And then the second thing is it really relates to leaders is helping leaders fully understand the full impact that they are having on the people that are around them and not just at work and their performance, but in their overall life and quality of life. So you've thought through this. <laughs> it's pretty clear. I mean, just just take that who and what alone. I think this pretty pretty clearly says these are the people I'm going to be doing it, and these are the things that I really want to do. Now, again, maybe you don't have the the detail of what uh, helping people to believe in themselves, but that's the direction and that's the passion and and, and is probably a strength. So now as you progress down that path over the next, you know, up to 90 days, you actually start taking action in some of those areas and you'll start getting more clarity and you'll start getting a better sense of, you know, what's going to work, what's not going to work. Awesome. And Lance, I appreciate you walking through that exercise with me because of our listeners as they're kind of working through it and hearing this, right? This is a lot different, I think, 
uh, than, than normal people that you will work with. I think the depth that you take this and in your framework and what we've talked about is absolutely phenomenal. And, and to be able just to work through a couple examples like this to really bring it to life to somebody. And my challenge to leaders is if you have this figured out, right? Like if you know, okay, awesome. Continue to sharpen the tip of the spear and get 1% better every day. But now how can you help your people? And that was one of the things I was excited about having Lance on the Leadership Excellence podcast today is because it's all about the impact that we create for our people, for our teams, for our communities, for our organizations. And so we're learning this framework to dial in for ourselves, start with us first, right? And then how do we work with our team and our people to do yeah, the same and, thing? And the research is showing that purpose is becoming a bigger and bigger issue for people. You know, obviously COVID has, has, has pushed this along, but you know, I, I saw McKinsey report saying, uh, somewhere around 60 something percent of people want to know their purpose and they want their company to help them, you know, with that, to be consistent with it. So, you know, I think it's really important. And uh, back to Simon Sinek, where he, one of the things that I really loved about him, he says, a leader is somebody who sets the environment, doesn't necessarily lead people, but sets the right environment for people to do amazing things. And that's what you're talking about is how do we, how do we set this environment, whether it's a system or values or whatever it is, where people can then start doing, going through this discovery of saying, hey, this is what I want to do. This is the right place for me. And wow, it's amazing what they can achieve. One of the top questions I'm hearing from people and I'm seeing a lot of is like, how, there's this, the great resignation, the big quit, like people are leaving and they're leaving and droves. what can we do? And I think what you've just talked about is it, right? We have to help our people connect to their purpose, understand meaning. And then we've got to create an environment where they truly feel like they belong because belonging is kind of the foundation of meaning. And, and so there, there's no like, there's no like magic formula or big bang thing. It's really about helping people identify their purpose you know, helping them have meaning and, and helping them feel like they belong because people have rethought life and they have, and with that have rethought work uh, because of COVID, because of the pandemic, because of all the changes, the social injustice, in the United States um, and, and those things. And so this is where the gold is. And I, I love how you brought that forward in this, in this conversation, in, in this segment. Yeah. And, you know, we, there are some companies that I would call not progressive in that they're afraid for their people to find out their purpose because they're, the, the thinking is, well, if, if we help them discover who they are, they'll discover themselves out of the company. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's true that there's been situations like that, but that's very, very uh, uh, short, short thinking. You know, it's very tunnel vision. Uh, when we work with progressive companies, what they do is they say, yeah. We want people to discover it. And if they discover this is the wrong place, fine. Let's get them out now. Let's get them to realize this isn't the right place. And, you know, before we invest another five years of developing them and then they leave. Uh, So, yeah, I think this is critical. And again, because of what's happening with COVID, this whole idea of purpose is becoming so critical, especially now with millennials getting into these managerial positions. Yeah, absolutely. I always, I always kind of chuckle about this fear. If we grow people too much, if we help them identify their purpose and the impact they want to create, they'll leave. You know what, if we've done that, and if we've invested resources and training and coaching and mentoring in them, when they leave, 
and they go align with their true purpose and create this incredible impact, we are living outside of the walls of our company now. We are part of that impact. And so instead of this scarcity mindset, which I feel that that falls under, having this mindset of abundance and really caring about impact and legacy, um, I think if we invest in people in that way, it'll come back to us tenfold because maybe three in 10 people will leave, Lance, but those seven and 10 out of 10 that are on fire, fully committed to your organization, this concept we call ownership, this extreme emotional and psychological attachment to your purpose, to your organization, those people now are operating up at their full potential. And they're doing it not because you want them to, they're doing it because it's what drives them, right? And so we can't think about the few people that may leave. If they do, great, let's cheer them on. Let's, you know, let's think about those that stay. And I think that's where the pure gold is in all of this. That's it. Setting the right environment for people to do amazing things. Right back to that. Right back to that. Love it. Okay. So step three, action. Okay. Step three then is once you figured out the who, what, where, when, you've got the three who's and you've got two what's. And so we would drill down a little bit more, go to the where and the when. You're going to start seeing some recurring patterns. Uh, Even if you broke down all three of your who's, you're going to see probably a lot of the same what's or the same where's or the same when's. That's the first place to look. And then what I would do as your coach, I'd say, okay, now put together a three-month action plan. What can you do in the next three months to further that? And then you do that. And we do that with a a number of the, the elements. And then once you're there, then we say, okay, wonderful. Now, Break that down into the next three days. What can you do right now that will have an impact on this? And this is so critical because one of the key things that we see where people, why people don't find their purpose is because of step three. <clears throat> they wait. It's like, it's not urgent. It's, it's important, but it's not urgent. I can do it next week or I can do it next month. And then one month passes and they haven't done anything about it. So we try to get them into really, what can you do now? And we actually break it down into really tiny steps, not this huge, you know, gargantuan uh, uh, project that you have to do. It might be as simple as I got to make the phone call to this person. Yeah. That phone call can add, add up to a lot of different things. It can. It, one of the things you were talking immediately when I just released a podcast this week, um, um, seven steps to living seven strategies to live a time freedom lifestyle. And so one of the big things that was talked about after we got clear on what it is we wanted and where we were going is the power of small steps and not having it too big that it's overwhelming. Because once you start to take a step that that momentum creates momentum. And the next thing you know, you've added five small, tiny things that now mean something and we're building confidence with that. And then we're believing that it's possible, that it can actually happen. And then that's when that momentum and that whole snowball effect really begins to take, take effect. Um, that, that's, that's exciting stuff. I love how a lot of these different conversations like support and, and can tie into one another and build. That's one of the, been one of the, the funnest things for me to see. Well, yeah, because, you know, 
We, I haven't created anything new. I mean, this whole thing around purpose or around leadership or communication or management or uh, work, you know, work-life balance, it's nothing new. Uh, the principles behind being able to do these things have been around for thousands of years. And so what we like to do is take those things and get it down to really focused, practical things that you can apply immediately in, into your life. Excellent. 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 Anything else within the, within the framework that you want to share that you want to highlight? Um, you know, I really enjoy the, the dream and achieve program philosophy, you know, the three pillars that, you, that you've talked about there. What, what are we missing? What, what other pieces of gold do you want to drop out there? There's one concept that people don't get at first, but once they get, it, it's like, you know, the epiphany, the light bulb goes off. And that's the concept of true north versus north. When people are starting to look for, oh, I want to retire in 10 years, or I want to, I want to, uh, you know, uh, create this purposeful company in, in the future, they're looking for true north. And true north is exactly what it is. It's okay, this job, this place doing this thing. And it's very, very precise. The, the problem with True North is, number one, you may never figure out what True North is, okay? Two is what happens if you get there and you find out, ah, this isn't exactly what I thought it would be. Three, there's no, there, there are no options. You know, two degrees west is no longer True North. And then the fourth, which is, I think, the most important, is people have a tendency to not take action until they know their True North. And so- they stay stuck in their current rut without any improvements. What we're trying to teach people is forget about true north. Think about north. And that's where your seven to nine elements are. They're all in this north, your relationships, your finance, your wanting to perform on stage, wanting to be the go-to person, wanting to be the one who teaches people how to serve others. That's all in that north. And so when you have that, it gives you a lot of choice because you can move a little bit east, then move a little bit west, but you're still moving north, which means you are getting more clarity and you are, you are starting to bring more and more of that into your life. The other thing that north does, and this is an important point, is integration. If you really want to be purposeful or fulfilled or successful or happy, you actually have to have all these elements in your life. Now, it doesn't mean you can have you know, uh, uh, number 10 of everything, but you cannot ignore any of them. And this is what we see a lot with successful executives. They ignore one big one. They ignore is health. Yeah. And okay. They achieve great job, you know, great position, great wealth, but their health is in shambles. And, you know, cause I, I'm 65. I'm at that point where like, wow, health is almost everything. <laughs> Right. And so you need to understand this north, what's in it. You need to integrate it all. And then you need to kind of move a little bit, you know, in, in each one over time. Awesome. You're looking amazing for 65, Lance. I, I'd, I'd oh. never, I'd never put you there. So, um, Lance, you have, uh, I think you have a couple of podcasts, but the one is uh, Tanika and Three. And I was listening to one of them. So as we head out, I want to ask you about two things. I want you to describe these two things. The first one is, um, I heard you say in this, in the three minute podcast, don't worry about the money, worry about the people. Yeah. 
Yeah, that uh, that came to me when I started my company in 2001. And, you know, entrepreneurs, we all go through the same thing. Those first 18 months, two years are tough. I mean, you're working, 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 and the revenue's just not coming in the door. And so at that time, I'm starting to think every time I met a prospect, prospective client, I was calculating in my head, oh, this is the kind of money I could charge. And then one day I was sitting in a hot tub after a workout, nobody in the room, and this, this real clear message came to me. And I don't know if it was a voice or if it came from wherever, but it was crystal clear. And it was, don't worry about the money worry about the people. And it was, it, it was, yeah, absolutely. Why am I worried about, why am I focusing on what I can charge? I need to focus in on how can I make a difference in somebody's life? And that changed everything. Everything turned around, clients started coming. And the reason why I have a successful business is because we have impact and it's because we're focused on the person, not on the money. I love it. Last thing, get people to feel what I am feeling. Yeah. uh, I, you know, I am incredibly blessed. I'm living an amazing life. I'm, I'm living my purpose, my strengths, great family. Uh, Financially, I'm, I'm fine. I I don't really have anything I, that I need. I'm, I'm just living a great life. And I I actually, I was flying, I was in the plane from Shanghai, flying from Shanghai to Hong Kong. Beautiful day. We're up at 30,000 feet or whatever. And then again, this message came in saying, get people to feel what you're feeling. And so this has been kind of my mission ever since then is people are unhappy. People are unfulfilled. People don't feel purpose. This is a travesty. I can help them. I truly can make a difference in their life. Uh, And so I want people to feel what I'm feeling because it's, this is an amazing life. Great stuff. Lance Tanaka, where can people find you? Where can they connect with you at? Well, they can go on you know, Spotify, Apple, Google to check out any of the, the, uh, the uh, podcasts or the books that I've written. But the, 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 if they just go to my website, which is LanceTanakaGroup.com, they can get access to everything. Excellent. Excellent. And you're on LinkedIn as well? Yes. So we will have uh, some links to those things in the podcast description. We've done something new with our website. Our last five episodes now have a blog that, that breaks down, um, you know, the different parts of the discussion will be timestamped for our listeners can go and, and look at that. Lance, do you have any, any call to action as we walk out today? Yeah, take steps now. And if you don't have to buy my assessment, you can take any assessment anywhere. Some are free. But do something about it now. And then maybe the, the, the process doesn't help you, but you need to drill down. You got to get that specificity and you got to take action now. That's the call to action. Don't waste time. Take, take action. Take action. So your book, Dream and Achieve, is available for purchase now. It was released in September. Um, that'll be linked in the podcast description as well. 90 days to a life of purpose to our listeners. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You know, Lance really broke down the three pillars of the dream and achieve system, identify our strengths, passions, you know, those experiences. He considers those elements. We all have seven to nine elements. Three of them are really seen in everybody, relationships, health, finances. The second one is drill down who, what, where, when, right? How? And then the third one is action. We got to take action if we want to create meaningful change and and to create the impact we were placed on this world to create. And, And for us 
And for us leaders, that's in other people's lives. The challenge from me to you is if you've got this figured out, if you have it figured out, if you're living your purpose, if you're living your passion every day, if you're on fire with these seven to nine elements, help your team members catch on fire as well. Remember, always be committed to excellence.